Hello, everybody. For some reason, the lighting is horrible tonight. Let's pump that up a bit. Not better, I'm gonna be honest. Looking a little dark. Uh, how is everybody? Let's see, no, that's better. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's Tipsy Tuesday. A little late. Uh, take this sweater off, get comfortable. How is everybody tonight? It's Tuesday, you made it. Oh, it's a whole thing. Uh, I should be packing because we're supposed to be leaving tomorrow for Connecticut to do some more test shows up in Connecticut, one in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and the other in Sharon, Connecticut. Why does it look like I was in a fight? What's happening? Uh, but good evening. There we go. I had to fix the internet. How is everybody? Now it's too Okay, how we doing? Hey, Maline. Good evening. Good evening. You've made it to Tuesday. Tanya, how are you? Good evening, Artisan Way. I know I was a little frozen, Regina, because I was on the wrong internet. Um, it's a lot happening up in here. Uppy, uppy, uppy. Now it's downy, downy, downy. Everybody go to sleep. Um, so we'll see how long we last tonight. We're leaving early tomorrow morning to get to Connecticut. I don't know what's happening. Remember this morning we were talking, you ever just look at your face, you're like, ugh, like that. Okay, but then you drink this special juice and then you're like, hey, gorgeous, like that. Yeah, it changes real quick. Uh-huh, got bourbon cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, Nancy, how are you? Do I look fresh, Carmen? I'm glad you said that. I don't feel fresh. I feel like I spent the day at the gym. We had to take Di in to do the checkup on her skittlectomy. Turns out she's fine. Turns out they did a biopsy. It was a green skittle. It's so weird because that was the technical term that he used for it, which I thought was weird um, because skittles did not disclose that at all in their practice. Um, did it get cold there again? Jody? it's so funny because it's quite lovely here. Um, but it's not like so warm. It's like a, it's like nippy, nipply, nipply, you know, like nipply, if that makes any sense to you. It's a Jersey term. They don't use it. The weather people don't use it, but they should. Because I feel like it would explain a lot to a lot of people. Like, oh, it's nipply out. Let me get my sweater. Like that. Like you'd have a sweater. Because it's cold. And it's nipply. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, good evening. Cheers to everyone. You have made it to Tuesday. There is no other program on the planet that will congratulate you for getting only two days in of successful living on a seven-day plan, but we will here. So cheers to you. Welcome to Tipsy Tuesday. If you're new here, welcome. You may know the rules. Get a drink of your favorite thing. It does not have to be alcoholic. It can be whatever it is you'd like. Maybe it's a coffee. Maybe it's a tea. Maybe it's a hot toddy. Maybe it's a bourbon. Whatever. You do you. Um, mm-hmm. So we are counting down 
for a number of things tomorrow. Um, that's pretty good for you, Nancy. Uh, tomorrow we leave early tomorrow morning um, to head back up to Connecticut. We're in Bridgeport tomorrow uh, at the um, Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And on Thursday, we're at the Sharon Playhouse in Sharon, Connecticut, which is so beautiful. And then uh, we're back on Friday. The weekend is coming, Kelly. The weekend is coming. Um, and it's Diana's birthday weekend, so my sister's coming up, so um, that's a lot. That's a lot of things. So I'm like getting presents and getting things ready. That's where I'm at. Christy, you can send her here. I have to say, so, so she just said she has a 13-year-old. When Jacqueline was 13, I remember looking her just straight in the eyes, and I was like, Mommy's writing a new show. She's like, yeah, what is it? I said, it's just called Jacqueline is 13, and it's just an hour of mommy crying, just in front of an audience, just on a stool, no sounds, no music, no light cues, just mommy sitting in a chair crying. And then, and then a thousand people would take turns hugging her because they would know that I'm in like a Guantanamo Bay situation where I'm being tortured but by a 13 year old, and I'm not allowed to like punch her in the face. It's so difficult. So our heart goes out to anybody currently raising a 13 year old. Mm -hmm. Oh, Viola, I was all over town looking for those sneakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to give it away, but it was a thing. It was a whole thing trying to get Diana's presence. I just keep touching my hair because I just can't. Um, Pat Casel, how is it? I say Casel, but I looked it has an N in it. When did that show up? Kensel, Kesnel, Kes, it's Pat. K Pat Queso is what I'm going to call you because who don't love Queso? <laughs> so be in for the weekend. All right, Sarah, we'll be praying for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is like Guantanamo Bay. Mm -hmm. Having a 13-year-old, and I think having a 13-year-old boy is different. Why does the message say I have to request to join? I don't know. I'm currently being tortured by a 95-year-old. You know what? Probably similar issues. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have to find this. Hold on. Let me find this before, before I tell you because you're going to crack up. Hold on, hold on. Um, mm, okay, here we go. So, here we go. Is this the same one? Let me, find, let me make sure it's the right one. Hold on. Hold on. No, this is not it. Um... I'm not going to find it. Uh, I'll just tell you later. Oh my gosh. I was a jerk at 14. Who wasn't? I have two sons here. Of course, how different it would be to raise a, a daughter. Yeah. Dean, I feel like I had, you know, Dean first and then the two girls. Um, and Dean, I feel like it wasn't the same kind of torture. 
Dean was just like, he would puff up. Like, I feel like he puffed up around 11 and he got in my face. And uh, I don't know what he said, but it was something you should never say to an Italian mother. There's so many choices. But he was like, I don't know what, but he got in my face and yelled at me. Now, that's bold for anybody, but it's very bold for an 11 year old boy. And while I appreciate it, we're not gonna have it. So we're in the kitchen and he's getting in my face. And I was like, oh, you wanna puff up? Okay. So we're going at it. And finally, <laughs> I just looked at him and I said, Somebody just sent me a thousand stars. Thank you. I don't know who did that, but that was very lovely. And I appreciate you. I said to Dean, I said, do you see this wall right here? And it was just a flat wall in the kitchen. He goes, yeah. I said, you talk to me like that ever again. And the imprint of your body will be on this wall. And he was like, how would that? Oh, uh, oh yeah. I will pick you up and I will press your body into that wall and then the impression of your body will be there forever. What's going on with all these stars tonight? Betty, thank you. Look at you all getting drunk and sending stars. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had that. I think I can count on one hand the amount of times that Dean and I have had fights. It's not often. But when it happens, oh, I remember it. Another time, he was probably, he was older. He was probably 16 at the time. We were off Broadway. Well, we were off Broadway in 2016, seven years ago. He's 23. Yeah, so he's like, he was like 16. And I, he had been, you know, working tech on the show and worked on all of our shows. And I had just hired him to run the tech when we were off Broadway, which is a big deal. It's not a small deal. And you have to like kind of know what you're doing and or be trained, fine. He was really itching. He was like, I want to run it myself. He was like working under some of the other girls at the time. He gets the job. A couple days later, here's Dean. Listen, I don't think I'm gonna be able to come to work this week. I said, what? He said, yeah, um, Ryan's having a party this weekend. You know, I just, I never go to parties. So I'm probably going to do that. I go, I just hired you. You just, you just followed me around saying you wanted to be in the show. So I hired you. He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need to take the weekend. I go, yeah, that's not a thing. You just got hired. You're working. You don't call in on Wednesday and be like, I can't cut. You have no backup. You're, you're, you are the backup for the person. You, there's no backup to the backup. You got to show up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we're going back and forth and he's, and he's making me mad now, right? As late and we're going at it. And I said, listen to me, you're going to go to work on Saturday. You're not going to the party. He goes, I'm not going. You can get somebody else. Ooh. And I was like, you better stop. This is not how you act when you get a job. Yeah. So we start going at it. And people are yelling, getting louder and louder. Jim comes in. What's going on? What's going on? By the time Jim walked in the room, I was like, you know what? You're fired. You're fired. And she's like, you can't fire me. 
And Jim's like, calm down. I go, you're fine. I fired everybody. Fired everybody in the room. I fired Colby. Fired stupid Coco. Fired everybody. And Jim's like, everybody stop firing people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many times I fired Dean. Don't employ your children. It's a horrible idea. And you're not supposed to punch them. Employees? <laughs> but when it's your kid. Mm-hmm. All right, so tonight, when we started this here show, Tipsy Tuesday, exactly, Tania. And I, just so you know, I wrote that joke because I did say that to him. I was like, you don't need someplace to live. Exactly. I love when Dean goes up and does his stand-up now, but he's talking about things and stuff I said, and I was like, uh, I wrote that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so tonight when I posted this, I said, welcome to Tipsy Tuesday. Who are you sleeping with tonight? Now, why would I write that? I'm going to tell you why. I'm out with my girlfriend the other day. Oh, I fired everybody. I will fire. Uh, Diana is this close to getting fired. And that will be after I give her her nice shoes, her show shoes, because I want her to enjoy them. But, you know, I'm going to be honest. She was supposed to make brownies for this trip. She just texted, I'm not making the brownies. I said, how are you going to be on the cast and not show up in brownies? Yeah, now she's starting to feel, she, I got to pick out an outfit. She's freaking out, whatever. So I'm talking to my girlfriend. Amber's like, I'm looking for a job, right? Yeah, don't never employ your children or your mother. Yeah, I'm ma literally making every mistake that you possibly can. <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to punch your children. Who said that? Anyway, talking to my girlfriend. And she's been married a long time, right, doing the thing. And uh, we're talking. I don't know how it came up. I don't think we were talking about beds, but somehow it comes up. And she says, well, I don't know if you know this, but my husband and I um, are, are doing our, our, she goes, I don't know if you're going to think this is weird. Now, if somebody says my husband and I, anything about the bedroom and it's weird, there's a lot of ways this could go. But recently I've been hearing more and more about people who are choosing in a, in a happily married situation to have separate bedrooms. I don't know if you've read about this, but they're even talking about it in terms of realty. So like when you read like all the realty blogs or whatever, they're talking about how they're having, they're building houses now with two suite, like en suites in them, right? So that there's the one main bedroom and there's a second main bedroom. Why, Dina? Because they're finding more and more couples are choosing to have separate bedrooms. And they said that for a lot of people it works out. Maybe, hey, Danielle, maybe somebody is a snorer. Maybe somebody likes to have the TV on at night and the other person needs to have it quiet. So I want us tonight, be honest. I was going to say be anonymous, but we can all see your name. And say, like, do you have a traditional sleeping arrangement or are you guys in separate rooms or are you on the couch? No judgment. I'm just saying I actually think that uh, you're starting to see people 
having lots of different sleeping rooms. So I'm expecting her. I have two girlfriends have separate houses. Houses? And they're married? Listen, wasn't it Carol Burnett? We were talking about the clip. My husband and I have separate bedrooms. We've been married over 50 years. See? That's what I'm talking about. We have separate, what? Yeah, separate bedrooms for the win. So, so, so I'm expecting her to say, we have separate bedrooms. That is not what she said. She says, oh, no, no, we're in the same bed, but we have two different comforters. And I was like, what? She said, mm -hmm. yeah, he gets mad if I roll over and I take the covers. So one night he was like, I've had it. I want my own comforter. Charlotte said traditional. And six years in my own room, but I've been married for 43. Really? Do you love it, Carmen? Did you get to decorate it however you want? I choose to have separate bedrooms in separate states. He's on the couch because he likes the TV. See, I'm telling you, I feel like there's a lot of situations. And again, no judgment doesn't mean anything. I think, I think in the past, if a, if a couple wasn't sleeping in the same room, like people would be like, oh, do you hear do not sleep? Like that. But I feel like you're hearing more and more now that people have separate bedrooms. And they're like, listen, if I want to sleep, I just want to sleep. If I want to canoodle, I don't know if there's kids watching. I don't know why there would be. But you wanted to canoodle. Kids, canoodle is a new game. It's a card game. So if you wanted to play canoodle, you could just go to some. That was Jesus. And he was like, please stop saying canoodle. <laughs> it wasn't Jesus. He calls earlier. Okay. So. Anyway. She said they have separate blankets and it has made a world of difference. We've had separate comforters for a long time. Now, it's funny you say that because as this is all happening, mm -hmm, an article comes out. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the article. It says one bed, two blankets. Does the Scandinavian sleeping method work? What'd you say? Yeah, the Scandinavians, who've been around forever. <laughs> it's a card game. Um, does the Scandinavian sleeping method work? Let me read it. I can't remember when exactly I encountered the two blankets, one bed sleeping arrangement, but I do know I wasn't a fan at first. This is a long article. First year of my relationship with my Danish girlfriend, now wife, long distances, blah, blah, blah. So I saw a video today of this lady. She's straight up on a lake with some mountains, very Ikea. And the video, she's stripping her bed and she's telling you how she makes her bed in Scandinavia and it's like, this is a thing. She's like, I realize that the way we make beds here is very different than how Americans make beds. And then she kind of talks you through the process and she, says that there's like, what would be like a mattress cover and then the bottom sheet. And then she tells you how to fold the blanket. So you take, you take two comforters and you fold them in half. So there's one on each side. And then there's another blanket at the bottom that goes across the bottom and then you'd pull it up over. It was a whole system. Mm -hmm. Same room, same bed, different blankets. It gives me anxiety laying next to my husband. 
at night thinking, will I or will I not? No, I don't think I would sleep. I have two blankets, but I'm a blanket hug. That's fair. Okay, here we go. We went to visit her family in Denmark. I was looking forward to a night in a double bed free from each other's elbows. However, I quickly learned that canoodling the new card game, what she would probably call space hugging and clinginess, is as important to me as being able to rest all my limbs on the mattresses at once. I was unashamed, big spoon, and separate blankets felt unusual and alien. I found myself kicking mine over to hers to mimic a single blanket and double tent us. Oh, he's adorable. I was half right. It's definitely, it definitely is a tradition found all over Scandinavia and into Germany and Austria. It's been held up just for the sake of it. Couples who do seem to love it. A quick Google indicates it's either Scandinavian or German custom, and it'll bring up pages of blog posts praising it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really read this before I go live. It says, yet yeah, it's been so uncommon sleeping separately is itself a trend often called a sleep divorce. How many of you had a sleep divorce? You didn't even know. Uh, according to the Sleep Council's Great British Bedtime Report, in 2017, almost a third of us, 30% are getting a poor night's sleep most nights, with partners' disturbances being the second most common reason after stress and worry. Duh. They claimed, uh, blah, blah, blah. I published this, 30 sleep is a disturbance, when they move, you move when they wake up, you wake up when they snore, you're annoyed. Describes a lot pretty accurately. All right. This is this article is a lot longer than one would think. Uh, Susan in no way defines our love for one another. There goes Shannon saying it for the girls in the back. So I was just wondering. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd mind it. I've never done it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It says, as far, how do you prioritize your sleep? So it's like, I need a sleep divorce. Now what are you going to do? You're going to go in, just tap on your honey's shoulder, be like, hey, real quick, I was just wondering if you would be interested in a sleep divorce. What? That is not going to go over well. I, well yeah. <laughs> I get a poor night's sleep by my own self. Mm -hmm. He snores so loud. That way, yeah. My dog, can I get a sleep divorce from three dogs? Because... Just so you know, those three dogs love my bed. And I'm like hanging off the side. I got like one foot out the side. <laughs> Ruby loves it. <laughs> I think she thinks. Yeah, I need to sleep divorced from my cat. You're not wrong. CPAP's for everybody. Nobody. Yeah, do people sleep next to people that have... Gosh, I don't know what's more annoying. Let me just think through this. Would it be more annoying for me to be the person wearing the CPAP and having to sleep with that alien thing on your face? Or is it more annoying to not be the person wearing it on your face and have to look at the person and hear the person wearing it on their face? Let's think about it for just a second. I'm almost positive it's this person is, uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't consider sleeping, but I. it does suck that he sleeps and I don't. Yeah. I'm like Carmen. CPAP machine, yeah. What do you do? 
Like, do you have to practice your face for like when somebody comes home and tells you they're going to be on a CPAP? Can I sleep divorce myself? Probably. Go sleep on the couch with cat. Um, and then you'll be happy to be by yourself very quickly after that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would. That's why you should have gotten a king. No, I'm never getting another king set. Let me tell you something, Shikendra. You, you see when you get here and you move into your room, the bedrooms are not that big and a king-size bed. It was basically like you had enough room to just get in the bed. That's it. And then that's it. That's the end of the room. Mm -hmm. Your husband and you both wear CPAPs? Maria, do you even need it or you just started wearing it just to be just as annoying? Oh, it's hilarious to look at the one with the CPAP. Yeah, I don't know to hear it. Yeah. No, I didn't even think if two people have, do you, have, do you just knock each other in the face to kiss goodnight? Just tink. I don't know what sign of sound a, t, a CPAP makes. Okay, it says, it says, oh, it's like white noise. You can't fall asleep. Mm -mm, super quiet though. It sounds much better than sleeping with, yeah, sleep apnea. You know, you're right. They always sound like they're dying. Nobody wants that. The CPAP is pretty quiet. I'm a fan of the white noise. Now I'm going to find somebody who has a CPAP. Just be like, listen, I really just need to sleep. So I'm specific. I don't know if you could filter for that on like a dating app where you're just like, I'd like to filter for CPAP. And they'll be like, that's not a filter. No, no, no. Uh, it's just for me. I just, I'm really looking for just a sleeping partner. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, because like on some of the apps you can like, who are you looking for a person? Or are you looking for a friend? You can just find friends and be like, no, 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 no. I'm just looking for a CPAP person to just come and CPAP over, like, by my ear. So I can fall asleep. Mm-hmm. We have a king, and I wear a full face CPAP. <laughs> I swear, I wish somebody, people would just start posting pictures of their, them with their CPAP face on. Because I think it would normalize it. I'm going to be honest. Like, if I was on a date... I don't, I don't know. And somebody just, like, like, like Darth Vader. Like, I'm totally into you right now. I like, I don't, I can't, what? I just think it's so pretty. But I don't, mm -mm. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what. It's weird. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. And do you tell people? Like, if you're on a first date with somebody, you're just like, listen, I just feel like <laughs> you probably think I'm cute. But when I sleep, <laughs> clearly, I never, I think I slept in the room once with Tiffany with her CPAP. But I take my sleeping pills at night, and I was like, we're literally the perfect match. I won't even know, like, what happens here when I fall asleep. Yeah, now please make a CPAP machine the next Ugly Monday Pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would love to see some. I think it would scare me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is my husband trying to talk to me right now? Lauren, please put him on a phone. I wish we had a phone set up, like a bat phone, but like during Tipsy Tuesday. Like if your husband starts talking to you, in the middle of the show, even though you have you have headphones on, you already made dinner, you put your kids to bed, like there shouldn't be no more talking. And if somebody talks to you, you would just hand them a card and have a special number on it. Be like, here, just, Dina wants to talk to you. And then they would call like the bat phone and they'd be like, hello? I'd be like, 
Are you trying to talk to somebody who's currently trying to watch my show? I got it, you. Yeah, no, we give those cards to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody has a card just for instances like that. You can't go do something. Yeah, grabbing my Basil Hayden. I love that you said Basil and Hayden. <laughs> you should. You should. That should be. Oh, gosh. If I had a CPAP machine, that would totally be my dating profile. <laughs> Just like this. <gasps> then you can just get it out of the way. And people wouldn't know. There you go. My mom has one and my granddaughter calls her the monster. <laughs> oh, you guys. So fun. Mm -hmm. See, but what happened if there's a fire and I'm tethered to this machine? What do you do? Can you imagine? You, do you ever forget that you're connected? And then like try to go pee and just... Pulls you back? I'd imagine. My grandfather had the diabetes, okay? So uh, because he had the diabetes, eh, he wasn't taking care of it. They got to take his leg off. So now he's got a nub. Like just below the knee, I'm sure. None of what I'm saying is politically correct. But that's what he called it, so that's all I got. So anyway, he had a leg. I was about to say half leg, but I, it's probably a prosthetic. <laughs> Keep in mind... I, I might be a little tipsy, and I took my sleep meds. This is all inappropriate. My grandfather was an amputee. Let me use the right words. Dina, get it together. He knew he was an amputee. The problem is, is when he was sleeping, and it was so new, he forgot. And then he would get up and try to go to the bathroom, but he'd forget to put... The leg back on, he'd fall right over. Dina, why are you telling this story? <laughs> because I'm just saying, somebody said it. What if there's, what if there's a fire? Like, do you just pop up? Like, if I had to throw up, like if I was sick, I will pop out of bed, launch myself onto a floor in an attempt to get to the bathroom. But I'm just saying, yeah, I would roll over and strangle myself in the court. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you forget? I imagine you do and you don't know how close it is with the wires it's just god is gonna make me have a cpap now you know that because i'd said all this trash god's be like and now you need a cpap machine i pulled mine off the table what turning turning too many times that's what i mean it would freak me out what did you say uh-huh left mine in charge of the cat and blocked my door i don't know even know what that sentence means Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many people coming on this trip have a CPAP. Oh, I'm going to take a picture with everybody in their CPAP machine. If you are coming on this trip to San Antonio, please, please bring pajamas. Because I will be taking a picture of you with your CPAP face on. Everybody. Yeah. No. I'm doing it. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to happen, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It comes off easy like a ski like a, like a ski, like if you start to fall, it'll just pop off. You definitely know when the power goes out, it feels like someone is smothering you. I don't, I don't think I should ever get this. No, yeah, friend, I'm telling you, I don't know, but I would mess it up. My breathing stops 37 times an hour. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. It's so, and it's so funny because I have known 
people that have them. I haven't been in a room with them clearly very much because I don't know much about it. But um, they'll say, like, they're like, I hate it. I hate having this thing on my face. They're like, but I sleep so well now. <laughs> like, you, you, I don't know. You know, when we were 20 years ago, nobody ever talked about that. People were just like, I just won't ever sleep again, I guess. That was just the thing. I'm just having some bourbon. I fall into when I first wake up. I'm an amputee too. Krista, I swear, it was so interesting. He was like, Dina, sometimes I my foot itches. And I was like, what foot? He's like, the one that's gone. He said, in the middle of the night, I'll be laying in bed. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my foot itches. Because you can't scratch it. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm was totally inappropriate. I'm just telling you that's how my grandpa talked about it. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful in any way. Please, I hope, I hope people understand. I'm drunk, and this isn't a real show. It's I'm not. Could you imagine if they actually talked like this on the news? Do you know how many more people would watch the news? <laughs> the news. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. My breathing stops 90 times an hour. My hub stops 48 times an hour. What is happening? Mine stops 50 times in an hour. That's so crazy. Yeah. Krista, you're my new favorite person. Um, phantom pain. That's what it was called. That's what he said. Yeah. No, he was really funny. And, you know, my grandpa, it was just my sisters and I when we were growing up. And he wanted so bad for us to be, like, I don't want to say manlier, but, like, he was like, oh, you're going to be fishermen. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. How about we play with dolls? He's like, let's go get some trout. And I was like, okay. And so he put us all in a boat, and he would take us out fishing at 530 in the morning. Um, and when we were pretty young, he would bait all of our hooks for us with minnows and, you know, they'd be off the side of the boat and we fished like that for a long time. And then one day we were out and I was like, came up, not, I came over, I brought the thing, brought the container with me. I had my hook and I had everything. And I was like, here you go. And I guess that if you come prepared at that point, they're like, you know, you could just do this yourself. You don't have to walk it over here. You clearly got the thing out of the water and you have your hook. Why aren't you doing it yourself? I'm like, ah, and then that was it. Then nobody, if you didn't bait your own hook, you weren't fishing. And then you're just sitting in the middle of the ocean doing nothing, which should have been enough, but of course you can't be. So you had to learn, ah, it was so gross. And then he'd take us home and he'd show us how he'd in the, the fish we had flounder fresh flounder tuckered in exactly and then he would fillet it right on the dock and bring it into my grandma and she'd make it and we'd have fresh flounder it all sounds so beautiful uh, and it was and it's like a great memory but that when I think that I say house it was more like shack it just but it worked we were there it was two bedrooms and there were seven of us with my grandparents yeah it was such a good time but he was just so funny so he would do stuff like that like when they they had to amputate his leg and he 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 had this nub and he you would be at the like you'd be having a party and your family's all around and all of a sudden you feel somebody tapping you and you're like what and you look and it's, he took his leg off and he's hitting you with a nub but you're 11 you're like ah you know but his favorite thing this is just yeah 
pop-ups are the greatest thing that could ever happen to the earth. They're literally, <laughs> he used to, he used to, he was a carpenter and his hands were just so messed up and just cracked and knuckles, just, you know, pop-up hands. I don't know when a man goes from regular hand to pop-up hand. Did you ever look at a pop-up hand? Gigantic. And the nails just, it's like Shrek fingers. You know what I'm talking about? Ah, so fun. Anyway, all his nails were short or not there because I don't know what he did with them. And there was a war involved, this whole thing. He was old. But his pinky was always pinky nail was always really long. We were like, so pop-up. Call him Crap Pops in. His name, uh, our, my mom's maiden name was Zapilli, real Italian. So they were Grandma and Grandpa Zip. And we just, that's, we called them, those are their names. So we'd be out and be like, oh, here's my Grandma Zip. And they're like, you're what? I'm like my Grandma and Grandpa Zip. <laughs> like, what's a Grandpa Zip? Like they thought it was all one word. I was like, no, Zip, uh, that's their name. And then I was like, no, Zapilli. But it just was normal. But we were like, Grandpa. Why is this nail so long? Yes, my mom's dad. My mom's mom and dad. And he was like, he said, and he'd be like, come here. And and all three of us were like lollipops and dolls. We're like, what is it? And we'd come really close. Like, come here, let me you see this nail. And we'd be so close. And he goes, I get this nail. And I picked the boogies. And then he smeared it all over all of us. And we screamed and ran away. That was his favorite thing was to just get all three of us to scream. He took us down one summer to Brigantine in New Jersey. It's a shore. And they had this Brigantine castle. And he was like, you know what? We're, there, was a, there was a haunted house and he could go through it in the fall. And he decided to bring all three of us in there. And we apparently all started screaming and crying. And he was like, my work here is done. <laughs> it was just so funny. Oh, good times. Pop-ups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but Bobby waited until we were real close and then and then like fake picked his nose and smeared it and we screamed and ran away. Mm -hmm. Ah, right? I miss my granddad so much, everybody. My grandpa used to take his false teeth out and we thought, we thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh, remember the first time, and that is one thing I have to say is that I feel like kids are really missing out on the old people experience because when my grandmom and grandpa were around and it was nighttime, they'd take their glasses off. Maybe they had hearing aids back then. I imagine they did. I don't know. And then they would take their teeth out, put them in a glass. And you, do you ever just, and then you'd look at the glass, you look at them. But can you imagine trying to, but now like my mom's generation, I don't feel like, I feel like, a lot of them have teeth. Now, that's so weird. That was probably wrong too. <laughs> Let's just delete this episode. You guys know what I'm saying, right? Anyway, I feel like, like when we get older, like having false teeth, my grandpa tipped his false teeth in the butter. Gosh, please keep these stories coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they take eyes out. Mm -hmm. I love my hearing aids with Bluetooth. It's amazing. Right, my grandma always had curlers in her hair. They'll never see that. They'll never see it, right? 
right? I went to the dentist today. It was all good. But you just think, like, maybe my grandma went twice. Mm-hmm. Took her wig off, right? Just so, so different. I feel like old people are they're just not what they used to be. <laughs> Have them under her pillow. I first, yep, my grandma had a glass eye on the side table. That's what I mean. Let me take my eyes out. Let me take my teeth out. Let me take my hair off. Take these ears off. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same. Oh, so funny, right? Had four fake teeth on top in a jar with a special rent. Yeah, no. My grandma just put her teeth in a glass at night. Yeah. My grandma was taking out her teeth at night. When she was really old, oh, hold on, it's scrolling too fast. I had to help her fasten her stockings into the garter belts. Oh, my gosh. Kept her dentures next to the soap dish. Yeah. It's so funny, right? My uncle lost his dentures in the ocean. Mm -hmm. The big hair dryer over the curls. You get your hair set for the week. It's so funny. Teeth and toilet. Oh my gosh. My sister and I laughed for a month. My father's false teeth went down the bowl in Alley One. <laughs> How did he do that? Did he just turn so fast? That's crazy. On a tray under a mug. It's so funny. My girl went to a dental hygienist one first. Oh, it went by so fast. So we all did take care of our teeth. First one to graduate from dental school. Oh, Amy, your grandma sounds fun. My grandma always fixed me toast for breakfast with a homemade jam. Mm. I know. What great memories. What great grandma. Listen, old people are the greatest resource ever. And that is why I'm going to make Di do all the rest of the shows by herself. While <laughs> I stay home and get drunk on the internet. Ah, I'm finding she's doing a lot of complaining already. I'm not going to, not going to lie. Mm -hmm. My dog used my dad's teeth as a chew toy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Grandma went every week to get her hair set. I would speak Polish. Wait, when would she speak Polish? She was, if she didn't want to... I'm sorry. This I keep getting spammed by this one call. Your grandpa lost his dentures in the Mississippi. Oh, my gosh. My mom got her hair set yesterday, and she was so pissed, but it was all jacked up after waking up. My dad said, strict rules. We couldn't talk. We couldn't walk around in our underwear, and we couldn't say stupid or shut up. Oh, Lady Di's here. Di. What are we talking about? Oh, old people. Your name came up. I was talking about how grandmom used to, like how old people, the, the experience of old people is a little different. Like, I remember grandmom taking... Her glasses off. She'd take her teeth out. Some people take their eyes out, take their hair off. Like that your generation just, you know, because of preventative care, you know, you're aging a lot better, right? You're, you don't all have teeth next to you in like a drawer. So people were talking about their experiences with their grandparents. I know. So funny. My granddad played the bagpipe. Stephanie, I told you, I'll just start crying. I'll just start. I can just see a man in a skirt with a bagpipe. I'll just start crying. I go, I, wherever, whatever he does next, I'm going to cry. It's just so weird. 
I don't know why that is. If a guy walked by with a flute, I would be like, hey, buddy. <laughs> no cry. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you play, I'm not going to cry, which is a weird thing to say to anybody. Uh, but, yeah, nothing. Mm -hmm. My grandpa used to pass gas in the super and walk away and let people think it was you. <laughs> I use the palm of his hand as an ashtray. No. My mother-in-law gets her hair done every, every Thursday. That's so nice. Isn't it funny? All the little funny things with grandparents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. If all the grandmoms in the world had Anthony as a trainer. Mm-hmm. My sister flushed my mom's false teeth at the hospital. No. And they're expensive, I imagined. I don't know. My sister, who gets my mom's dentures? No! You're lying. That can't be true. You cry if I play the piano. No. But I'll be dead, Tanya. I'll just be so excited you're there. Mm-hmm. My, I always had wigs. Mm -hmm. My grandma didn't wear a lot of makeup, but she wouldn't leave the house with a lipstick. You are not wrong. My grandma, she could have looked like a crazy person. Let me put this, and it was bright red, bright red lipstick on. It's so funny. And rouge. And if she and it was called rouge. It wasn't called blush. It was called rouge. And it didn't matter if you had rouge, really, because all you do is just take your lipstick. My grandmom would do her whole face in lipstick. <laughs> and so she'd put it on. I go, all right, let's go. She goes, no, I need to put the rouge on. I go, we don't have rouge. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and she'd do this. I was like, I don't know. And, the, and then you do this. And I'd say, okay. And I said, all right, we're ready to go. She said, let me just put a little up here. And so I go, I don't, <laughs> this isn't a, okay. She's tiny and cute and wrinkled up. And people just loved her. <laughs> exactly. It didn't matter. But you should try to use the word rouge tomorrow at some point. It shouldn't make no sense. And most people will have no idea what you're talking about. But you should try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got glockenspiel? No. Well, either everybody's crying, like, why do we have glockenspiel players? Or no one cares. Give us money to buy a Slurpee if we scratched her back. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. Hospital lost Nana's teeth. I can't. I don't even know what to say to that. Maybe... Go get some rouge and go back to a rehearsal. Dad's going to have rouge on. Mm-hmm. Oh, the little red Avon lipstick samples. Yeah, those are fun. My grandma used to lipstick and rub it on her face. Yeah. They were like, wow. Oh, I need all those other makeups for. I can just take this. And now, did you ever watch like a makeup tutorial? The, they'll have so many colors and contours. And the thing, I'm like, yeah, I... I conditioned my hair this time. Like the year's just so many steps. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I'll just be ugly. <laughs> just think, just look at all the makeup routines that are happening. You're like, you know what? I choose ugly because I can't, I'm, I'm too old for this. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I saved all three, what? She saved all three, what? Of our umbilical cords and an old pill bottle and put them in her kit. What? No. What? Stop it. No other makeup, just lipstick. Mm -hmm. 
My son stuck his finger. Okay, what? In what? Oh, hold on. I gotta go. In my aunt's mouth and pulled out her false teeth. He was nine months old. That was worth it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Can you imagine? Like, we always wondered if those were her real... Oh, no, they're not. Mm -mm. Okay. They're, that should not have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah, we're too way high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still laughing about the dentures going down the bowling alley. Uh-huh. Exactly, exactly, Tanya. If you think you don't look good, find the craziest person in the room, sit right next to them. They'll be like, you look amazing. I'm like, Thank you. I put little to no time. Mm -hmm. Cold cream. That's something else that you don't hear anymore. Oh my gosh. Did you guys remember the video I made about Noxzema? It was a video about cold cream because I feel like it's a, cold cream is a very, I have something in my eye, I'm sorry. Cold cream is like, I'm not going to lie. It's like an old people thing. And so I decided to make a video about it, about cold cream. <laughs> and I put it on my face. It literally started burning my face just from the outside in. And, and I just started screaming. That was all real. Mm -hmm. But too much. Lisa, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. I'm going to have to call it a night in about two minutes so I can go to bed and get ready to go. Robin, I can't believe that the dentures went down the bowling alley. I think it's going to stick with a lot of people. That imagery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we had a great night. You might not remember it, but I say you did. And I might have too much bourbon tonight. And I might have said some inappropriate things about my grow pup's leg. And that was wrong. But you're all hopefully drinking too and you don't remember. So this didn't happen. Uh, Pond's cold cream. Still use it, said Judy. Our youthful looking Judy. So it must work. Um, all right, I'm going to go to bed. Um, I will not be on time tomorrow because I will be somewhere in Connecticut. But I will hop on as soon as I can find a fun place for us to work from in the morning. Um, but thanks for watching tonight. I hope you had a nice laugh and you had a good time. And um, I don't even, we'll discuss cold cream in the morning once I figure out where we're going. Uh, but thanks for watching as always. And, uh, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow morning and it'll be great. You're almost through the week. So good job. Thanks for watching as always, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.